Fiscal Update is a compilation of brief news articles published by the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency throughout each month. The articles cover actions taken at meetings of state boards and commissions, news releases from state agencies, updates on the status of the state budget, reports on audits of state and local government, and other items of interest to legislators and their constituents. If you would like to receive email notifications when individual Fiscal Update articles are published, please go to www.legis.iowa.gov slash subscribe. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Iowa LSA. To view all charts and graphs coinciding with these reports, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab at the top and then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Under Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and search for a particular report. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 1, 2019. Governor's Flood Recovery Advisory Board, Workforce and Housing Working Group. The Workforce and Housing Working Group of the Governor's Flood Recovery Advisory Board met on September 25, 2019 in Glenwood, Iowa. The Workforce and Housing Working Group is one of six working groups within the Advisory Board and is being supported by Iowa Workforce Development, or IWD. Federal Disaster Relief. Members of the working group discussed the amount of federal disaster relief that has been provided through Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA, and the Federal Register Notice, FRN, that will be issued by the Department of Housing and Urban Development, or HUD, awarding Community Development Block Grant Disaster Recovery Funds, CDBG-DR. The release of the FRN is expected by the end of October. In addition, Iowa Economic Development Authority, IEDA, is currently working with partner organizations around the state to make application to the Federal Department of Commerce's Economic Development Administration, EDA, for a $1.5 million comprehensive planning grant for disaster recovery efforts. The application is scheduled to be submitted this fall and if the funds are awarded, planning work could begin in the first part of 2020. Flood Recovery Fund. Members of the working group also discovered the use of monies from the Flood Recovery Fund. In the last legislative session, $15 million was appropriated to the Flood Recovery Fund. The Flood Mitigation Board recently issued the following awards. $136,000 City of Fredonia for a drainage project, $940,000 City of Hamburg for buyout match, $6.4 million City of Hamburg for a levy project, $2.1 million City of Hornick for a berm project, $2.3 million Mills County for buyout match, and $3.2 million City of Pacific Junction for buyout match. Resident Mortgage Support Concern has been raised by multiple residents about dealing with their mortgage companies in regard to the residents' homes, which are potentially going through the buyout process. Foreclosure notices have been received by residents due to the end of the six-month period that was initially granted under a forbearance agreement at the time of disaster. Interim mortgage assistance was identified as an area of potential needed additional support as was connecting residents with the Iowa Mortgage Help Hotline 
to assist in continued negotiations until the buyout process is complete. In addition, some residents are receiving notices from insurance companies stating that the residents will no longer be covered, which creates additional costs for residents if they can only receive insurance coverage through their mortgage company. The next meeting of the Workforce and Housing Working Group has not been scheduled. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Laura Vargason, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249, Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256, and Robin Madison, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-5270. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 1st, 2019, Executive Council Meeting. September 30th, 2019. The Executive Council met on Monday, September 30th, 2019. The following are highlighted agenda items approved by the Council. A personal appearance was made by Executive Officer Christy Templeton of the Department of Human Services to submit a request for a resolution of funds pursuant to Iowa Code Section 29C.20A for $200,000 with regard to the Governor's proclamation of a state of disaster emergency for Harrison, Potawatomi, Mills, and Fremont counties. The council approved the request. The council approved a request from the Attorney General's Office for the payment of expenses pursuant to Iowa Code Section 7D.10 in the amount of approximately $17,000. The council approved a lease between the Department of Natural Resources and Madison Marine Services Incorporated of Muscatine, Iowa for property located in Louisa County. The lease shall be for barge fleeting purposes downstream of the Minneapolis and St. Louis Railroad Bridge for an annual fee of approximately $2,300. The Council approved supplemental and emergency allocations for approximately $229,000 for the following departments and purposes an emergency allocation of approximately $27,000 to the Department of Natural Resources to repair a road crossing at Little Sioux Wildlife Management Area in Clay County following flooding on November 7, 2018, an emergency allocation of approximately $64,000 to the Department of Natural Resources to repair various buildings at Lacey Kiyosakawa State Park in Van Buren County following a hailstorm on June 5, 2019, a supplemental emergency allocation of approximately $95,000 to the Department of Administrative Services to repair levels A and B in the Hoover Building following flooding that occurred on June 22, 2019, and an emergency allocation of approximately $43,000 to the Iowa Veterans Home to repair air conditioning units after copper wiring was stolen on March 27, 2019. The Council also approved a total of approximately $1.2 million in cost items for the following departments and purposes. Approximately $69,000 to the Iowa Veterans Home to repair damage caused by a tornado on July 19, 2018. Approximately $442,000 to the Department of Administrative Services to repair damage to the Capitol Complex caused by heavy rains on June 25, 2018 and June 30, 2018. Approximately $161,000 to the Department of Natural Resources for drainage taxes. Approximately $5,000 to various legal firms for legal fees 
and approximately $489,000 to Neemaster Good PC for legal services provided in Godfrey v. State of Iowa. Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Chris Eubin, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0134. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 3, 2019. Commission of Veterans Affairs Meeting, October 2019. The Commission of Veterans Affairs met on October 2, 2019 at the Iowa Veterans Home in Marshalltown. The Commission received presentations from members of the general public and updates from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, VA, regional offices, and Iowa VA hospitals. Department of Veterans Affairs, DVA, update. Director Steve Lucan provided the following update. The Iowa Veterans Cemetery annual maintenance for trees and volunteer cleanup mulching has taken place. The pace of burials has been high, with 500 burials or internments taking place over the last three fiscal years. The Home Ownership Assistance Program is likely to run out of funds by the end of October or November 2019. A waiting list will be started after that. In fiscal year 2019, the waiting list was started in October. County officer training will be held October 15th through the 17th, 2019. The department has purchased the printer slash copier, two computers, and operating systems that the Commission funded from the License Plate Fee Fund at the last meeting. The Department is also considering purchasing approximately 10 computers from the Department of Homeland Security surplus sale. The Director introduced the new Public Information Officer, Carl Letow, who will also be acting in a liaison capacity during the legislative session. Iowa Veterans Home IVH Update Commandant Timon Weary of the IVH gave the following update. The current census is 504, which is 98% capacity. The IVH has been running at this capacity for the past six months. The current wait list is 46 people, and the wait is four to six months. The average resident age is 77 years old. The oldest is 103, the youngest 48. There are 35 World War II era veterans, 59 Korean War era veterans, 239 Vietnam War era veterans, and 88 veterans from peacetime or the Gulf War. The IVH is working to establish a smoke-free facility policy for residents and staff at some point in the near future. Federal VA facilities instituted a smoke-free policy effective October 1, 2019. Dr. Joe Hogbin was introduced as the new medical director for the IVH. The IVH is implementing a new physician staffing model where it will contract with Unity Point Health for physicians rather than have physicians on staff. The Commandant reports there are still two physician assistants on staff. On items relating to tornado recovery, final roof repairs are complete on one building with another currently ongoing and another roof repair planned after that. The Marshalltown High School class of 1969 is also donating 50 trees to help replace the trees lost in the storm. The IVH is also working with Future Ready Iowa for staff recruiting and implementing teaching a certified nursing assistant class with local schools. And the Library of Congress Veterans History Project will be coming to the IVH to 
collect first-hand interviews and narratives of United States military veterans. Other business. The Commission reviewed administrative rules and circulated a draft application for requests from the license plate fee fund. The Commission also plans to review the administrative rules for the Veterans Trust Fund during the next scheduled conference call. The Commission is also working to finalize proposals for its 2020 legislative agenda. The Commission approved a funding request from the IVH totaling $15,500 from the license plate fee fund for the following. Up to $12,300 for a commercial grade outdoor Christmas tree and exterior lighting subject to final procurement bids and the success or failure of securing other outside grants. And up to $3,200 for promotional materials including a new banner, recruiting fair handouts, new employee gifts, and IVH challenge coins. The Commission also received two requests from the Iowa Association of County Commissioners and Veteran Service Officers. The first request was to amend the administrative rules for the Injured Veteran Grant Program to remove the eligibility requirement that an injured veteran be medically evacuated from a combat zone. The president of the association reported that the Pentagon's policy has changed to a, quote, golden hour, end quote, approach to injuries and that prior to 2014, 55.6% of combat zone injuries required medical evacuation, whereas after the implementation of the Golden Hour policy, 4.4% required medical evacuation. The commission took no action but is taking the request under consideration. The second request was for approximately $6,800 to assist with the hosting and maintenance of the association's webpage to facilitate communication between counties, provide up-to-date information on current federal policies, facilitate online registration for the county commission of Veterans Affairs training program and host online training. The commission directed the director of the DVA to see if funds in the county training program account would be eligible to pay for this. If that turned out to be impermissible or impractical, the commission voted to pay for the expenses out of the license plate fee fund. The next meeting will be held on January 8, 2020 at the Gold Star Museum at Camp Dodge in Johnston. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 7, 2019, Municipal Fire and Police Retirement System Actuarial Report, 2019. The July 1, 2019 Actuarial Valuation of the Municipal Fire and Police Retirement System of Iowa, MFPRSI, was prepared by the Silverstone Group. The contribution rates for the employee members for fiscal year 2021 will be 9.40% and the city's contribution rate will be 25.31%. This is no change to the employee contribution rate and an increase of 0.90% from the current year's city contribution rate of 24.41%. Valuation report. The actuarial value of assets totaled 2.649 billion dollars. This is an increase of 70.3 million dollars compared to the previous year. The unfunded actuarial accrued liability is 619.9 million dollars an increase of $75 million compared to the previous year. The current funded ratio 
based on the actuarial value of assets is 81.04%. Additional information on the 411 system is available in the Fiscal Topic Municipal Fire and Police Retirement System or on the MFPRSI website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Jennifer Acton, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-7846. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 7, 2019. Iowa Law Enforcement Academy Meeting, October 2019. The Iowa Law Enforcement Academy, ILEA, Council met at the temporary ILEA headquarters at 5000 West Town Parkway, West Des Moines, on October 3, 2019. The minutes from the last regular meeting were approved, as well as the items for the consent agenda. Waivers and Extensions The Council granted seven waivers relating to its administration administrative rules, including providing a 180-day extension to an officer for a physical fitness test and a residency waiver to an officer who works for the 4th Judicial District in Council Bluffs but maintains a primary residence in Omaha, Nebraska. Decertification Hearing. The Council entered into a hearing regarding the decertification of former Newton Police Officer Dustin Hamill who was arrested for operating while under the influence and various weapon charges in August 2016. Hamill resigned from the Newton Police Department shortly after being placed on administrative leave after his arrest. The council voted to revoke Hamill's certification after returning from a closed session deliberation. Director's Report ILEA Director Judy Bradshaw reported on several items. Academy Graduations The Academy will host two basic Academy graduation ceremonies at the Valley Church in West Des Moines on December 13, 2019 at 11 a.m. for the 288th Academy and at 2 p.m. for the 289th Academy. Personnel Updates Instructor-Outreach Director Bradshaw informed the Council that the position of Jailer Instructor coordinator has been filled and the employee is expected to begin work at the academy in the near future. Director Bradshaw also shared with the council that the application period for an open e-learning instructor position has closed but will be reposted to reflect the more technical nature of the work role. Administrative Rules Russell Rigdon, ILEA Legal Instructor and Allison Schmidt, Assistant Attorney General provided the Council with information regarding the proposed Notice of Intended Action, NOIA, rulemaking, and subsequent changes relating to 501 Iowa Administrative Code 6. Final changes are being made to matters regarding mandatory and discretionary reporting. The Council hopes to be able to submit the NOIA to the Governor's Office later this fall. Building Update Michael Steen, Senior Project Manager at the DCI Group, and David Reed, Architect at InVision, provided the Council with an extensive update on the status of the Academy building remodel after incidents of flooding and carbon monoxide poisoning at the building in fall 2018. Construction is ongoing at the building site as well as installation of new windows for both the administrative and dormitory sections of the building. Framing for the dormitory and the classroom sites has been completed and drywall is expected to be applied in early October 2019. The new Academy Dormitory building will house up to 120 cadets at one time and also provide new amenities such as an updated fitness room 
and on-site laundry. The Academy building will also be equipped with a security entry system, an automatic sprinkler system, and a new mechanical system. Total construction is expected to be completed by April 2020, and total remodeling is expected to be completed by July 2020. Senate File 2414, Fiscal Year 2019 Infrastructure Appropriations Act, appropriated $1.4 million in fiscal year 2019 and $10.8 million in fiscal year 2020 from the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund, RIIF, to renovate ILEA facilities. Additionally, Senate File 615, Fiscal Year 2020 Justice System Appropriations Act, made a supplemental appropriation of $286,000 to assist the Academy in covering relocation costs of the Academy staff formerly operating out of the flood-damaged administrative building and to accommodate the National Guard as it allows the ILEA to utilize its buildings for training and teaching purposes. Currently, Academy classes are being held at the temporary ILEA headquarters at 5000 West Town Parkway, with certain training requirements being completed at Camp Dodge. The next council meeting is scheduled for 9 a.m. on December 5, 2019 at 5000 West Town Parkway, Suite 300, Room 308 in West Des Moines. For additional information, see the ILEA website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 2 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 7, 2019. Iowa Finance Authority Board Meeting, October 2019. The Iowa Finance Authority, IFA, Board met on October 2, 2019. The Board took the following actions. Authorized the use of up to $150 million of tax-exempt bond proceeds to allow the IFA to reimburse itself for mortgage-backed securities, MBS, purchases temporarily financed by the Restricted Housing Fund, the Security Fund, or other sources of funds. It allows the IFA to use internal funds to purchase the MBS and then subsequently reimburse the funds with proceeds from a future tax-exempt bond issue. Authorized for giving the remaining Housing Opportunities Made Easy or HOME program loan balance of $728,000 for a loan that was made to the River City LP for acquisition and rehabilitation of a 46-unit project in Mason City and authorized for giving the remaining home program loan balance of $122,000 for a loan that was made to the Woodbury Park LP for construction of a six-unit project in Sioux City. The home program is the largest federal block grant for state and local governments designed exclusively to create affordable housing. The intent of the home program is to provide decent affordable housing to lower income households, expand the capacity of nonprofit housing providers, strengthen the ability of state and local governments to provide housing, and leverage private sector participation. Awarded a loan of $110,000 under the Main Street Loan Program for the acquisition and partial rehabilitation of the Israel Moore 
building in Marshalltown. The program was created to assist in stimulating downtown economic development within the context of historic preservation and to establish a strong public-slash-private partnership to revitalize downtowns and their communities by providing financing to facilitate upper-floor housing and infill development projects and commercial properties situated in the downtown area of communities participating in the program. Authorized a loan of $2 million from resources available to the IFA under the Multifamily Loan Program for the purpose of financing a 50-unit multifamily housing facility known as Latitude Lofts in Grimes. Awarded a $50,000 State Housing Trust Fund grant to assist in the construction of a home in Ames by Habitat for Humanity of Central Iowa. The funding is made available through the State Housing Trust Fund's project-based housing program. The program provides financing for the development of affordable single-family and multifamily housing units. Authorized the issuance of an amount not to exceed $70 million of IFA revenue bonds for the Life Space Communities Project. The bonds will be used to construct senior living communities in Bloomington, Minnesota, and Oak Trace, Illinois. Director's Report. The IFA Executive Director, Debbie Durham, advised the board that the IFA is waiting on approval for policy recommendations from the Governor's Office. Administrative Rules. The board adopted administrative rules relating to the Beginning Farmer Tax Credit Program. House File 768, Beginning Farmer Tax Credit Act created the beginning farmer tax credit. The new tax credit replaces the existing agricultural assets transfer tax credit. The new tax credit raises the annual aggregate tax credit cap from the current $6 million to approximately $12 million. Like the previous version of the credit, the new tax credit is not transferable or refundable, but any unused tax credits may be carried forward for up to 10 tax years. The changes are effective for tax years beginning on or after January 1, 2019. The proposed rules also update and amend the beginning farmer loan program. Audit. The board received the IFA Comprehensive Annual Financial Report for fiscal year 2019. Reports. The board received financial reports from the IFA staff. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 9, 2019. State Appeal Board Meeting, October 2019. The State Appeal Board met on October 7, 2019 at the State Capitol Building. The board took the following actions. Approved approximately $20,000 in general claims pursuant to Iowa Code Chapter 25 and approved approximately $59,000 in tort claims pursuant to Iowa Code Chapter 669. Judgment. The board approved one new judgment in the amount of $315,000 in which a jury found the state of Iowa partially responsible for the death of an Iowa State University student. The jury found Iowa State University was negligent in providing adequate mental health services to the student. Settlements. The board approved three settlements totaling approximately $860,000, including one in the amount of $700,000, 
which involved out-of-state juvenile placements following the closure of the Iowa Juvenile Home in Toledo, Iowa. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 10, 2019. Roadmap for Iowa's Education Technology, EdTech, Industry. Roadmap released. On October 10, 2019, Governor Kim Reynolds, the Iowa Economic Development Authority, IEDA, and the Iowa Innovation Council, IIC, released an economic development roadmap for Iowa's education technology, or EdTech, industry, based on an evaluation conducted by Techonomy Partners, LLC. Roadmap. The roadmap identifies four platforms as holding the most promise for Iowa economic development and being the most likely to benefit from state programs, industry-slash-university partnerships, and other sector development activities. The platforms include the following. Assessment-slash-testing science, technology, engineering, and math, or STEM, content, content visualization, and virtual reality systems, and adaptive learning systems. Iowa Innovation Council. The IIC is a business-led group that develops strategies and long-term plans to make sure Iowa stays competitive in the global business economy. As an advisory council to the IEDA, the IIC develops recommendations on programs, services, and policies needed to support existing businesses and increase the chances for success for entrepreneurs. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 10, 2019. Fiscal Year 2021 Department Request, Economic Development Appropriations Subcommittee. Fiscal Year 2021 Department Requests. Departments are requesting a total of $46.3 million from the general fund. This is an increase of $4.5 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2020 presented in the table that accompanies this fiscal update. Other funds requested total $28.1 million. This is no change compared to estimated fiscal year 2020. Pursuant to Iowa Code Section 8.35a, the Department of Management has until November 15th to adjust any fiscal budget records or department requests. This document will be updated if changes are received after publication. Iowa Economic Development Authority, IEDA. The authority is requesting increases totaling $1.6 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2020, including an increase of $1 million for the Economic Development Appropriation for, quote, this is Iowa, end quote, marketing, an increase of $625,000 for the World Food Prize, bringing the total appropriation to $1 million. Iowa Code Section 15.368, subsection 1, appropriates $1 million annually to the General Fund for the World Food Prize Award. The fiscal year 2020 General Fund appropriation was limited to $0.4 million in Senate File 608, Fiscal Year 2020 Economic Development Appropriations Act. The World Food Prize also received a fiscal year 2020 appropriation of $0.3 million from the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund, RIIF, in House File 765, Fiscal Year 2020 Infrastructure Appropriations Act. Under current law, the program will be funded 
from the general fund at $1 million for fiscal year 2021, an increase of $0.6 million compared to the estimated fiscal year 2020 appropriation. World Food Price funding from the RIIF has not been requested for fiscal year 2021. Board of Regents, or BOR. The BOR is requesting increases totaling $2.9 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2020, including an increase of $2.2 million for Iowa State University Biosciences Innovation Ecosystem to expand on the ecosystem. The funding is used to accelerate the pace at which discoveries are translated into commercial opportunities. The ecosystem is explained in the Techonomy 2017 Biosciences Report, an increase of $725,000 for the University of Iowa Biosciences Innovation Ecosystem to expand on the ecosystem. The funding is used to accelerate the pace at which discoveries are translated into commercial opportunities. The ecosystem is explained in the Techonomy 2017 Biosciences Report. No other departments in the Appropriations Subcommittee requested any additional funding from the general fund or made any changes compared to estimated fiscal year 2020. Other fund requests. The only requested other funds change for the agencies overseen by the Economic Development Appropriations Subcommittee for fiscal year 2021 compared to estimated fiscal year 2020 is an increase of $100,000 for the IEDA from the Skilled Worker and Job Creation Fund, SWJCF, for the High Quality Jobs Program and a decrease of $100,000 for the IEDA from the SWJCF that was a one-time fiscal year 2020 appropriation for Empower Rural Iowa Housing Needs Assessments. In Iowa Code Section 8.57, there is a provision for a $63.8 million limit on the amount deposited from the wagering tax receipts to the SWJCF. No other departments in the Appropriations Subcommittee requested any additional funding from non-general fund sources or made any changes compared to estimated fiscal year 2020. Additional information can be found on the LSA webpage under Appropriation Tracking, Department, Webpages, Budget, Unit, Briefs. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Ron Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6256. To see the tables that accompany this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Fiscal Year 2021 Department Request Economic Development Appropriations Subcommittee. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 10, 2019. Department Requests, Agriculture and Natural Resources Subcommittee. Fiscal Year 2021 Department Requests. Departments are requesting a total of $48.4 million from the general fund, an increase of $5.7 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2020, presented in the table that accompanies this fiscal update. Other funds requested totaled $92.1 million, which is no change in funding compared to estimated fiscal year 2020. Pursuant to Iowa Code Section 8.35a, the Department of Management has until November 15th to adjust any final budget records or department requests. This document will be updated 
if changes are received after publication. Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship. The department is requesting increases from the general fund totaling $5.7 million, including an increase of $5.2 million for the Water Quality Initiative, WQI. For estimated fiscal year 2020, the WQI was appropriated $3 million from the general fund and $5.2 million from the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund, RIIF. An increase of $500,000 for the Foreign Animal Disease Program. For estimated fiscal year 2020, the program was funded $500,000 from the general fund and a decrease of $50,000 for the Hungry Canyons and Lus Hills Fund. The departments did not request additional funding or make any other changes compared to estimated fiscal year 2020. Additional notes, additional information can be found on the LSA website, appropriation tracking, department web pages, and budget unit briefs. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. To see the tables that accompany this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab. Then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Department Requests Agriculture and Natural Resources Subcommittee. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 11, 2019. Natural Resource Commission, October 2019. Information provided. The Natural Resource Commission met on October 10, 2019 in Des Moines. Travis Baker, Department of Natural Resources, DNR, reported to the commissioners that a new case of chronic wasting disease is being investigated in a breeding facility in southeast Iowa. The DNR is investigating the case and the Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship is aiding. Additional information will be provided when available. Timber sales. A contract with Jones Wood Heating and Logging was approved. The company will remove approximately 107,000 board feet at Stevens State Forest in Monroe County and pay the DNR $37,000 that will be deposited into the conservation fund. Contracts amended. The commission approved the amendment of the following contracts that will be funded with federal funds. $25,000 with Jim Alderson to provide additional gypsy moth traps in southeast Iowa. $28,000 with Siegel Lawn Care to provide additional gypsy moth traps in central Iowa. $46,000 with Siegel Lawn Care to provide additional walnut tree beetle trappers in northern Iowa. $46,000 with JEO Consulting to provide additional walnut tree beetle trappers in central Iowa. And $46,000 with Siegel Law care to provide additional walnut tree beetle trappers in southern Iowa. Resource Enhancement and Protection, REAP, grants. The commission approved the following grants that were funded by REAP. The goal of REAP is to improve Iowa's natural resource and cultural amenities by awarding grant funding. Grants approved included city grants. A total of 57 cities submitted grant applications totaling $5.7 million. The commission approved 19 grants totaling $1.9 million. The grant funding was distributed in the following categories. Small cities, population less than 2,000, submitted a total of 26 applications requesting $1.5 million with nine grants awarded totaling $419,000. Medium cities, population 2,000, 
25,000 or more, but less than 25,000, submitted a total of 21 applications requesting $1.8 million, with six grants awarded totaling $625,000. And larger cities, population 25,000 or more, submitted a total of 10 grant applications requesting $2.4 million, with four grants awarded, totaling $867,000. County grants. A total of 18 counties submitted grant applications requesting $5.8 million, with four grants awarded, totaling $1 million. The counties receiving funds include Loiza, Fayette, Madison, and Story. Private and public cost share grant. The Nature Conservatory submitted the only grant request and it was approved. The grant was for $355,000 and includes the transfer of 243 acres of land located in the Les Hills and adjacent to Stone State Park from the Nature Conservancy to the DNR. The map that accompanies this fiscal update Details where the grant funding was awarded. The counties in orange were awarded city grants, the counties in blue were awarded county grants, and the purple county was awarded the private and public cost share grant. Land acquisition. The following land acquisitions were approved. The purchase of 283 acres at Otter Creek Marsh in Tama County for $251,000. The land is located in a permanent wetlands reserve easement with a portion located on the Iowa River. The land will be used for the new Oxbow Bottoms Wildlife Management Area. The purchase of 200 acres at Green Hollow Wildlife Management Area in Fremont County for $575,000. The land is in the Lus Hills and will be used to protect native prairie species and to provide public access for hunting and recreational activities. And the purchase of 160 acres at Fenn Valley and Elk Lake Wildlife Management Areas in Clay County for $744,000. The land will be used for wildlife habitat development, hunting, and recreational activities. The next meeting will be held on November 14, 2019 in Des Moines. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767. To see the map that accompanies this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Natural Resource Commission, October 2019. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 11, 2019. Iowa Public Broadcasting Board Meeting, October 2019. The Iowa Public Broadcasting Board, IPBB, met on October 9, 2019 in Johnston. The meeting opened with the approval of minutes and introduction of new board member Kevin Fangman, Chief Academic Officer at Heartland Area Education Agency. The board also recognized Iowa Public Television's IPTV achievement for receiving four Upper Midwest Emmy Awards. IPTV Diversity Plan An annual review of IPTV's diversity plan was discussed along with ongoing recruitment efforts to diversify its employment application pool. IPTV currently has a minority 
mentorship program involving two high school students each year, continuing to promote diversity and increasing additional internship opportunities are part of IPTV's strategic plan. Equipment purchase. The board approved $260,000 to replace the master control automation system, which will no longer be supported by the manufacturer after December 31, 2019. IPTV had received a fiscal year 2018 appropriation from the Technology Reinvestment Fund, or TRF, and is awaiting Department of Administrative Services, DAS, approval before completing the purchase. Ready for School Program. IPTV works to strengthen math and literacy skills of children by partnering with Iowa communities through its Ready for School program. The program provides books, learning materials, curriculum, learning events, and professional development opportunities for educators. The board discussed the communities chosen to participate this year and the benefits of the program. State Fair broadcast results. Ratings statistics for IPTV's coverage of the Iowa State Fair were shared with the board. State Fair highlights continue to be the number one rated show for IPTV and use of broadcast clips in national coverage continues to increase. Additional information was shared detailing the increases in social media presence, social media interactions, and YouTube view counts. The next meeting of the IPBB is scheduled for Wednesday, December 11, 2019. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Laura Vargason, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2249. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 15, 2019, Revised General Fund Budget and Fiscal Year 2021 Projection. Revised Revenue Estimates. The Revenue Estimating Conference, REC, met on October 14, 2019 and revised the General Fund Revenue Estimates for Fiscal Year 2020 and Fiscal Year 2021. The REC agreed to a Fiscal Year 2020 estimate of $7.966 billion dollars an increase of $107.2 million, or 1.4%, compared to actual fiscal year 2019. The fiscal year 2021 estimate reflects an increase of $215.7 million, or 2.7%, compared to the fiscal year 2020 estimate. Compared to the March 2019 estimates adjusted for post-REC law changes, the fiscal year 2020 and fiscal year 2021 estimates were revised upward by $127 million, or 1.6% and $131.8 million or 1.6% respectively. Fiscal year 2019 and fiscal year 2020 budget update. Figure 1 that accompanies this fiscal update compares the general fund budget estimates for fiscal year 2019 and fiscal year 2020 at the close of the 2019 legislative session to the actual fiscal year 2019 numbers and the fiscal year 2020 budget that includes the revised REC estimate. The fiscal year 2019 2019 general fund budget ended the fiscal year with a $289.3 million balance, which was $123.2 million more than the previous estimate of $166.1 million. 
net receipts ended the fiscal year at $7.859 billion, which was $125.5 million, or 1.6%, more than the estimate used at the close of the 2019 legislative session. Net appropriations ended the fiscal year $2.3 million, or 0.03% higher than estimated due to small changes in standing appropriation adjustments and reversions. The increase in the fiscal year 2019 general fund surplus results in an estimated $187.6 million being carried forward to fiscal year 2020, increasing the total estimated funds available to $8.154 billion. This is an increase of $237.9 million, or 2.9%, compared to the total funds available for fiscal year 2020 estimated at the close of the 2019 legislative session. During the 2019 legislative session, appropriations totaling $7.644 billion were enacted for fiscal year 2020. For estimating purposes, two adjustments were made to the fiscal year 2020 appropriations. These include a reduction of $5.6 million to the estimated state school aid appropriation due to an increase in property valuations that are part of the school aid formula and changes in the estimate associated with the concurrent enrollment provisions enacted in the 2019 legislative session, and an increase of $106.6 million for a Medicaid supplemental appropriation that the Department of Human Services is requesting to cover increased costs of the program not covered by the general fund appropriation. The revised fiscal year 2020 surplus is estimated at $414 million, which is one. million more than previously estimated. Fiscal Year 2021 Budget Projection The Legislative Services Agency, LSA, budget projection for fiscal year 2021 is shown in Figure 2 that accompanies this fiscal update. The Legislative Services Agency, LSA, budget projection for fiscal year 2021, shown in Figure 2 accompanying this fiscal update article, provides a preliminary analysis of the condition of the general fund budget for the next fiscal year. The estimates that comprise the fiscal year 2021 projection are based on the following factors and assumptions. The fiscal year 2021 REC revenue estimate of $8.182 billion set on October 14, 2019. The REC estimate is based on tax laws and other revenue policies in place at the time the estimate is adopted. This estimate is included in the calculation of the fiscal year 2021 expenditure limitation. A carry-forward balance of $237.8 million from the revised fiscal year 2020 general fund surplus after the estimated reserve fund and taxpayer relief fund requirements are met. The expenditure limitation for fiscal year 2021 is estimated to be $8.338 billion. The enacted appropriations from fiscal year 2020, $7.644 billion are used as the baseline for fiscal year 2021 appropriations. The LSA's estimated net built-in and anticipated expenditure changes for fiscal year 2021 total $322.4 million. Figure 3 accompanying this fiscal update article summarizes the fiscal year 2021 built-in and anticipated expenditures. The estimate reflects the incremental increases above the baseline appropriation. Reversions are estimated to total $5 million. Reversions are appropriated funds that remain unexpended at the close of the fiscal year and are deposited back in the general fund. Figure 2 that accompanies this fiscal update article shows the projected general fund budget for fiscal year 2021 based on the above assumptions. 
The projected appropriations that total $7.966 billion are $371.7 million below the estimated expenditure limitation. The fiscal year 2021 general fund surplus is projected to total $458.5 million. Reserve funds. The balances in the state's two reserve funds in figure four that accompanies this fiscal update article are projected to be at the statutory maximum for both fiscal year 2020 and fiscal year 2021. For fiscal year 2020, the combined balances are estimated at $783.9 million and are projected to increase to $818.1 million in fiscal year 2021. Taxpayer Relief Fund. Based on the current REC estimates and budget assumptions for fiscal year 2020, it is estimated that the Taxpayer Relief Fund will have a balance of $73.5 million in fiscal year 2020 and $200.5 million in fiscal year 2021, as shown in Figure 5 that accompanies this fiscal update article. This includes a general fund surplus transfer of $60 million during fiscal year 2020 and an estimated transfer of $127 million in fiscal year 2021. The following factors determine how much of the general fund surplus can be transferred to the taxpayer relief fund the size of the general fund surplus of the previous fiscal year, the balances in the cash reserve fund and the economic emergency fund must be at the statutory maximum, which is a combined 10% of the adjusted revenue estimate. After both reserve funds are at the statutory maximum, a portion of the remaining surplus dollars are available for deposit in the taxpayer relief fund, but the amount is limited to the two factors listed in this fiscal update article. If the actual net general fund revenues for the previous fiscal year are greater than the adjusted revenue estimate established for the previous fiscal year, the amount of the difference up to $60 million is transferred to the taxpayer relief fund. For fiscal year 2021, the $60 million cap is repealed. As a result, the amount of the surplus to be transferred in fiscal year 2021 will be limited to the difference between the actual fiscal year 2020 net revenues and the fiscal year 2020 adjusted revenue estimate. The adjusted revenue estimate for fiscal year 2020 is $7.839 billion and was established in the 2019 legislative session. When the adjusted revenue estimate is subtracted from the revised fiscal year 2020 REC estimate of $7.966 billion, the difference is $127 million, which is the estimated transfer to the taxpayer relief fund in fiscal year 2021. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Dave Reynolds, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6934. To see the tables and charts that accompany this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Revised General Fund Budget and fiscal year 2021 projection. Fiscal update, Fiscal Services Division, October 15, 2019. Revenue Estimating Conference, October 2019. Revenue Estimate. The Revenue Estimating Conference, REC, met on October 14, 2019 and increased the estimated fiscal year 2020 net general fund receipts by $127 million compared to the fiscal year 2020 adjusted March estimate. Fiscal year 2020. 
The October REC estimate for fiscal year 2020 net general fund receipts, including transfers, totals $7.966 billion, an increase of $107.3 million, or 1.4%, compared to actual fiscal year 2019. The estimated changes include a decrease of 0.7% in gross personal income tax and increases of 5.7% in gross sales use tax and 2.3% in gross corporate income tax receipts. The table that accompanies this fiscal update provides additional detail for the fiscal year 2020 revenue projection. Fiscal year 2021, the REC established an estimate of $8.181 billion for fiscal year 2021. This is an increase of $215.7 million or 2.7% compared to the revised fiscal year 2020 estimate. The estimated changes include increases of 2.9% in gross personal income tax and 2% in gross sales use tax and a decrease of 4.2% in gross corporate income tax receipts. The table that accompanies this fiscal update provides additional detail for the fiscal year 2021 revenue projection. The next REC meeting is scheduled for Thursday, December 12, 2019. A detailed spreadsheet of the REC estimates is available on the Legislative Services Agency website. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Kent Ohms. Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200 and Jeff Robinson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4614. To see the tables that accompany this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab, then click on Fiscal analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Revenue Estimating Conference, October 2019. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 15, 2019. Iowa 911 Communications Council, October 2019. The Iowa 911 Communications Council met on October 10, 2019 at the Des Moines Park and Recreation Boardroom in Des Moines. 911 Program Financial Reports and Program Update. Blake DeRoshi, 911 Program Manager, provided the Council with the following updates on the 911 Program and its current financial standing. Peer Assessment Evaluation Results. The State of Iowa took part in the National 911 Offices Peer Assessment Program in September 2019. The nationwide program consists of a self-evaluation based on 98 different criteria points to provide feedback on the diverse aspects of the 911 system. A public assessor's report will be available within the next two weeks, but Mr. DeRoshi was able to share some highlights with the council at the October meeting. Assessors from the National 911 program noted multiple strengths of Iowa's 911 program, including the 911 office has several excellent tools to affect positive change throughout the state by offering an effective incentive program, having the ability to withhold funding under specific circumstances, and administering a change management process to manage the 911 program. The Iowa program has done an excellent job of tying data collection and reporting from the Public Safety Answering Points, PSAPs, 
to the distribution of allocated 911 funding. The state of Iowa is commended for implementing a government structure that appears to provide the state 911 program with the authority and autonomy to do the planning and coordination to move the 911 system toward a fully I-3 standard compliant next generation 911 NG911 system. Iowa has significant advantages over other states in the statewide coordination of 911 as well as the extensive ICN network. It appears that the resources exist to create the political environment necessary to enable statewide interoperability in 911 computer aided drafting CAD and radio resources including FirstNet. Creating this vision for elected officials and policymakers will make it easier to secure the funding for the individual projects that will be necessary to make this vision a reality. And the program manager has an excellent grasp of needed areas for improvement of 911 in the state and the effort and importance of coordination with all stakeholders to gain support for their consideration and implementation. Assessors also noted the following areas of improvement for Iowa's 911 program. The 911 office should obtain the authority to audit the surcharge collection. It is recommended that the state develop or adopt nationally accepted standards for quality assurance (QA) and create guidelines for the joint 911 service boards to implement QA data collection to the 911 program by a certain date, two to three years down the road. The state 911 program should conduct a comprehensive evaluation of the resources required to complete the transition from the current 911 system to a fully compliant I3-based NG911 system by the specified date certain, for example, 2023. And in conjunction with the 911 Communications Council, the state should establish minimum performance guidelines for PSAP call handling statewide. GIS Grants Update. In September 2019, five counties received Geographic Information System GIS grants totaling $36,000. Funding is contingent on verification that the applicant possesses 98% match rates with GIS and 95% match rates with Automatic Location Identifier, or ALI. Year-to-date for fiscal year 2020, 32 counties have received GIS funding for a total of $204,000. 911 Council Travel, Public Education, and Training Fund. Mr. DeRoshi shared that as of October 10th, the Council has approved a total of $41,980 to be distributed from the 911 Council Travel, Public Education, and Training Fund. Approximately $100,000 is allocated toward the fund annually. The current fund balance totals $58,200. At the October 2019 meeting, Delaware County requested a total of $5,000 for training provided by the Denise Amber Lee Foundation. Buena Vista County requested $6,200 for an active shooter training and power phone training, and Marshall requested $12,000 for public education purposes. The council approved the three requests totaling $23,200. Zetron Mission Critical Communications Solutions Contract Update. 
Mr. DeRoshi also provided the council with an update on Zetron's work in updating the 113 existing PSAPs in delivering the NG911 solution to enhance public safety services across the state. The Iowa Department of Homeland Security and Emergency Management awarded Zetron with an NG911 contract in December 2017. Zetron provides a call-taking system that offers CAD 911 mapping and emergency medical dispatch software in implementing NG911 protocols and systems. Fayette County deployed the Zetron communications platform in September 2019, bringing the total PSAPs utilizing the technology to seven. The Departments of Public Safety for Cedar Rapids and Storm Lake plan to deploy the technology later in the month of October and Henry County is expected to deploy the technology in November 2019. The next council meeting will be held Thursday, November 14, 2019 at 9 a.m. at the Des Moines Park and Recreation Boardroom, 1551 East Martin Luther King Jr. Parkway in Des Moines. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 2 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 23, 2019. Fiscal Year 2021 Department Request, Health and Human Services Appropriations Subcommittee. Fiscal Year 2021 General Fund Department Requests. Departments are requesting a total of $2.086 billion from the general fund, an increase of $149 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2020, as presented in the table that accompanies this fiscal update. Other funds requested total $292 million, a decrease of $9.3 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2020. Pursuant to Iowa Code Section 8.35a, the Department of Management has until November 15th to adjust any final budget record or department requests. This document will be updated if changes are received after publication. Department of Public Health. The Department of Public Health, DPH, is requesting an increase of $450,000 for the public protection appropriation to fund the infrastructure hosting and licensing costs of Electronic Laboratory Reporting, ELR. Laboratory reporting is a core function of the DPH and is one tactic for disease surveillance. Labs in Iowa are required to submit to the DPH positive results on specific tests. Since 2013, the DPH has been utilizing an ELR developed by an external provider software called Smart Labs to speed up the reporting time from labs and reduce errors in reporting information. Electronic laboratory reporting is currently facilitated through a contract with the Iowa Health Information Network, IHIN. The IHIN was established by 2012 Iowa Acts Chapter 1080 Iowa Health Information Network Act as part of the DPH and administered by the department using state funds and federal matching funds as well as health care provider subscription fees. 2015 Iowa Acts Chapter 73 Iowa Health Information Network Transaction Act directed by the DPH to transfer the administration and governance of the IHIN to a nonprofit entity. This transfer of governance 
took place on March 31, 2017. A requirement of the transition was the ongoing facilitation of ELR by the new organization. After the transition, the DPH continued to pay for service utilized with state matching funds to allow the drawdown of federal funding as well as other program funds. Additionally, IHIN provider participation fees also paid for the cost of ELR services. Recently, the nonprofit entity operating IHIN is experiencing financial challenges due to provider participation withdrawal, which jeopardizes the future of ELR service that the DPH utilizes. The DPH has issued a request for information to gather data on the best path forward for establishing ELR directly within the department. The exact timing and impacts on the changes of services provided by the IHIN are unknown, but nationally some health information exchanges have ceased or changed services provided in a significant manner to ensure ongoing operation. Department of Human Services. The department is requesting increases totaling $148.2 million, including a net increase of $124.1 million for the Medicaid program to reflect the following. An increase of $106.6 million to replace the unfunded need from fiscal year 2020. An increase of $2.5 million due to lower revenue from the Health Care Trust Fund, PALO tax revenue and decategorization revenue, an increase of $10.1 million for a less than 1% increase in member months paid to managed care organizations or MCOs, an increase of $26.4 million due to the reinstatement of federal health insurer fee, an increase of $15.6 million for increased fee for service claims, Medicare Part A and B premium payments, and the Medicare Part D clawback payment, a decrease of $4.2 million due to an increase in drug rebates and other recoveries, an increase of $3 million for increased funding related to adult and children's mental health programs, an increase of $871,000 to increase reimbursement rates for Assertive Community Treatment, or ACT, providers based on the December 2018 ACT rate report, a net decrease of $36.8 million to reflect the increase in the regular federal medical assistance percentage FMAP rate. That increase is offset by a decrease from 91.5% to 90% in the Iowa Health and Wellness Plan FMAP rate. This does not include the final FMAP rate adjustment for fiscal year 2021, which was less favorable than the initial projection and will require an additional $17.2 million in general fund appropriations. And this request does not reflect any increase in MCO capitation rates for fiscal year 2021. An increase of $20 million for the Children's Health Insurance Program to reflect the following. An increase of $1.2 million to replace the unfunded need from fiscal year 2020. An increase of $513,000 to replace carry forward from the prior fiscal year. An increase of $220,000 due to a 1.3% increase in member months paid to the MCOs, an increase of $14,000 due to a 3% increase to the administrative contract, an increase of $444,000 due to the reinstatement of the federal health insurer fee, and an increase of $17.6 million due to an adjustment in the regular FMAP rate and the elimination of the 23% enhanced FMAP rate in FFY 2021. A 
net increase of $2 million for the adoption subsidy program to reflect the following. An increase of $5.3 million to comply with Iowa Code Section 234.38 funding subsidy rates in 65% of the United States Department of Agriculture, USDA, estimated cost to raise a child in the Midwest. A decrease of $5.3 million to notwithstand Iowa Code Section 234.38 to maintain subsidy rates at current levels. A decrease of $716,000 to reflect the increase in the regular FM. MAP rate, a net decrease of $877,000 due to higher federal Title IV-E eligibility among children enrolled in the program, partially offset by program growth, and an increase of $3.5 million to restore the appropriation to the fiscal year 2015 funding level. The funding is intended to cover reinvestment savings generated by the two previously listed decreases, plus the unfunded portion of the state spending requirements related to federal Title IV-E eligibility savings. Funds can be spent on the subsidized guardianship program as well as activities required by the Family First Prevention Services Act. An increase of $2.1 million for the Eldora State Training School to replace one-time carry-forward funding. The department used $2.1 million in one-time carry-forward funding to do the following in fiscal year 2020. Add nine additional youth service workers totaling $442,000. Add two additional mental health therapists totaling $146,000. Add one additional youth counselor, supervisor, social worker, training specialist, human resource associate, and management analyst totaling $329,000. And better manage census numbers through salary balancing adjustments, personal travel costs, and IT equipment. No change for the Child Care Assistance General Fund appropriation for covering program growth quality requirements and adjustments to the CCA plus component due to the increase in federal child care development block grant funding. Board of Regents University of Iowa Hospitals and Clinics, UIHC. The UIHC is requesting $400,000 to support the creation and training of four psychiatric residents to provide mental health services in underserved areas of the state. This is in addition to the $400,000 appropriated to the DPH for fiscal year 2020, bringing the program total to eight slots. Other departments. No other departments under the purview of the Appropriations Subcommittee requested any additional funding or made any changes compared to estimated fiscal year 2020. Fiscal year 2021 other funds department requests. The Department of Human Services is requesting a total of $292 million from various other funds, a decrease of $9.3 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2020. The decrease is due to reduced revenue to the health care trust fund. Additional information can be found on the LSA webpage, Appropriation Tracking, Department Web Pages, Budget Unit Briefs, Medicaid Forecast, Fiscal Update, Department of Human Services Fiscal Year 2020 Supplemental Request, and Fiscal Update, Fiscal Year 2021 FMAP Match Rate. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Kent Ohms, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-2200, and Jess Benson, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-4611. To see the tables that accompany this article, go to the Iowa General 
General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab. Then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Fiscal Year 2021 Department Request. Health and Human Services Appropriations Subcommittee. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 23, 2019. Executive Council Meeting, October 21, 2019. The Executive Council met on Monday, October 21, 2019. The following are highlighted agenda items approved by the Council. The Council approved a request from the Attorney General's Office for the payment of expenses pursuant to Iowa Code Section 7D.10 in the amount of approximately $13,000. The Council approved a request from the Attorney General's Office to retain Ryan Clark of Patterson Law Firm, LLP, at a rate of $140 per hour as outside counsel pursuant to Iowa Code Section 13.3, Subsection 1, in Robert James Conrad v. Woodward Resource Center, State of Iowa, and Second Injury Fund of Iowa. And the Council also approved a total of approximately $12,000 in cost items for legal services, Additional information is available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Chris Eubin, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0134. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 24, 2019, Transfer of Juvenile Justice Services and Funding Work Group, October 2019. The Transfer of Juvenile Justice Services and Funding Work Group met at Polk County River Place in Des Moines on October 22, 2019. Group Care Subcommittee Report. The subcommittee reported that it voted to rescind the transfer recommendations adopted at the previous meeting. Instead, the subcommittee recommended a new strategy where the State Court Administrator, SCA, and the Department of Human Services, DHS, would enter into a Memorandum of Understanding, MOU, to address adjustments in business practices and cooperation between the two entities. The DHS and SCA would then conduct an assessment of the MOU after June 30, 2021 to determine if group care funds and administration should be transferred. There was significant discussion regarding the legislative directive of the work group and whether or not a recommendation to transfer administration and oversight, but a transition timeline to implement this change that went beyond the date in the legislation would comply with the spirit of the legislative directive. After some discussions, the work group rejected the subcommittee's proposal. Given the complexities of the program and stakeholders, the work group directed the subcommittee to look at developing a timeline for transition of funding and oversight to the SCA in fiscal year 2024, noting that it is a date beyond the legislative target and to determine changes in responsibilities and actions necessary to facilitate the transfer. Additionally, the work group directed the subcommittee to work to have the DHS and the SCA develop a MOU that further facilitates the transfer during the transition period. Graduated Sanction Subcommittee Report The subcommittee presented a recommendation to transfer the administration and oversight of graduated sanctions and court-ordered services to the SCA if all of the needed funds and resources are provided. The transition covered a two-year outline, but the estimated budget from the SCA is still being developed. The work group decided to wait until a future meeting to vote to adopt the recommendation in order to give the SCA time to finalize budget estimates. 
evidence-based practices presentation. Representatives from the Crime and Justice Institute distributed reports and presented on evidence-based practices, EBPs, and promising programs. The presentation covered what EBPs are, how to select EBPs, and EBPs currently used in Iowa. The presenter focused on the importance of identifying and assessing a state's particular needs in choosing a program, the necessity of collecting and analyzing evidence-based program and practice data, and the importance of measuring outcomes. A key part of the presentation was stressing the importance of fidelity to the model of EBPs for proper implementation utilizing both internal and external quality reviewers. The work group discussed confidentiality concerns in sharing data and the need for adequate funding for necessary staff training and staff retention through the entire implementation period. The next meeting is scheduled for November 12, 2019 in Des Moines. Additional information and work group materials are available from the Legislative Services Agency upon request. Updates from prior meetings can be found at Fiscal Update July 2019 meeting, Legal Update September 2019 meeting. The ALSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Kent Ohms at 515-725-2200, Laura Book at 515-205-9275, Patty Fanero at 515-281-3040, Amber Shanahan Fricky at 515-725-7354, Adrian Susie at 515-281-3444, and Hannah Fortas at 515-725-4117. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 24, 2019 Peace Officers Retirement System Actuarial Valuation Report. The July 1, 2019 Actuarial Valuation Report prepared by Kavanaugh McDonald Consulting for the Peace Officers Retirement Accident and Disability System, PORS, has been issued. The state's contribution rate will be 37% and the member's contribution rate will be 11.4%. This is no change compared to the prior year. Valuation Report. The actuarial value of assets totaled $530.9 million, an increase of $34.4 million compared to the previous year. The unfunded actuarial accrued liability is $153.9 million, a decrease of $8.1 million compared to the previous year. In addition, a standing limited general fund appropriation of $5 million was made to the system in Senate File 638, Fiscal Year 2020 Standing Appropriations Act. This is is no change compared to the prior fiscal year. The current funded ratio based on the actuarial value of assets is 77.5%. Additional information on the PORS is available in the fiscal topic Peace Officers Retirement Accident and Disability System PORS or on the Department of Public Safety website. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Jennifer Acton, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-7846. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 24, 2019. Department Requests, Transportation Infrastructure and Capitals. 
Fiscal Year 2021 Department of Transportation Requests. The Department of Transportation, DOT, is requesting a total of $393.8 million in appropriations from the Road Use Tax Fund, RUTF, and the Primary Road Fund, PRF, for fiscal year 2021, as presented in the table that accompanies this fiscal update. This is a decrease of $14.5 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2020. The Department is requesting a net increase of $1.6 million in funding for operations. The net increase includes, but is not limited to the following, an increase of $1.3 million to the highway division for upgrading brine storage tanks and an increase in equipment depreciation costs, an increase of $285,000 in costs associated with workers' compensation claims, and a scheduled decrease of $245,000 to the inventory and equipment appropriation. The department is requesting a net decrease of $16 million for capital appropriations. Changes to capital appropriations include an $11.3 million increase for Ames Administration Building Repairs and a decrease of $27 million for the Sioux City Combined Facility. This was a one-time appropriation in estimated fiscal year 2020. The department is requesting 2,730 full-time equivalent FTE positions, a status quo request compared to estimated fiscal year 2020. Fiscal Year 2021 Infrastructure Appropriations Act Department Requests. Departments are requesting a total of $249 million for fiscal year 2021. Several agencies, notably the Board of Regents, have requests for building projects that extend beyond fiscal year 2021. Of the total, $233.4 million is requested from the Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund, RIIF, and $15.6 million is requested from the Technology Reinvestment Fund, TRF. These totals do not include a standing appropriation of $42 million to the Environment First Fund. Fiscal Year 2021 Budget Requests by Department. Total amounts over $1.5 million. Rebuild Iowa Infrastructure Fund Requests, Fiscal Year 2021. This section reviews all RIIF requests that are $500,000 or more. Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship. The DALS is requesting $3 million for the Renewable Fuels Infrastructure Program. Department of Administrative Services. The DAS is requesting $20 million for major maintenance. This request is a previously enacted appropriation for major maintenance for fiscal year 2021. The DAS is requesting $2 million for routine maintenance. This request is a standing appropriation. Department of Corrections, DOC. The DOC is requesting $18.3 million for major maintenance projects on facilities. Department of Cultural Affairs. DCA. The DCA is requesting $1 million for Great Places Infrastructure Grants. The DCA is requesting $13.7 million for improvements to the State Historical Building, including replacement of the HVAC system, vapor barrier applications, fire alarm, security system upgrades, and other repairs and renovations. The projects will also include improvements to collection storage, archive digitization, other technology, and exhibits. Iowa Economic Development Authority, IEDA, previously enacted appropriations. 
The IEDA is requesting $1 million for the vacant state building's rehabilitation fund. The IEDA is requesting $1 million for the vacant state building demolition fund. The IEDA is requesting $800,000 for the Iowa Independence Innovation Center. The IEDA is requesting $5 million for community and attraction tourism grants. The IEDA is requesting $1.8 million for the Lewis and Clark Rural Water System. The IEDA is requesting $500,000 for regional sports authorities. Department of Human Services, DHS. The DHS is requesting $11.5 million in total to address a number of major maintenance needs across DHS facilities. Listed projects include improvements to comply with the Americans with Disabilities Act, tunnel repairs, HVAC repairs, boiler replacement, security cameras, water system repairs, roof repairs, parking lots, masonry repairs, and repairs to other various buildings. Iowa Finance Authority, IFA. The Iowa Finance Authority is requesting $3.1 million for the State Housing Trust Fund. Of this total, $3 million is a standing appropriation. Iowa Law Enforcement Academy, ILEA. The ILEA is requesting $830,000 for the ongoing renovation of the academy. Of the total, $280,000 is intended to furnish the new facility and $550,000 is intended to resurface existing parking lot areas. Department of Natural Resources, DNR. The DNR is requesting $500,000 for the water trails and low-head dam programs. The DNR is requesting $9.6 million for the lake restoration and water quality programs. The DNR is requesting $2 million for state park infrastructure improvements. Department of Public Defense, DPD. The DPD is requesting $2 million for armory and facilities maintenance. The DPD is requesting $2 million to renovate readiness centers. The DPD is requesting $500,000 for ongoing maintenance at Camp Dodge. Department of Public Safety, DPS. The DPS is requesting $8.5 million to replace Iowa State Patrol Post 9 in Cedar Falls. The DPS is requesting $3.9 million to fund the lease payment on equipment related to the Iowa Statewide Interoperable Communications System. The final payment for this system is in fiscal year 2026. The DPS is requesting $3.4 million to purchase three aircraft that are used to support traffic laws and provide support. The DPS is requesting $1.2 million to purchase four tactical vehicles and establish storage buildings for two of the vehicles. These vehicles can be used to support local law enforcement during high-risk incidents. The DPS is requesting $650,000 to purchase telecommunications equipment that can triangulate the position of mobile devices. The DPS is requesting $565,000 to purchase 11 portable bomb technician kits. Board of Regents. Previously enacted appropriations. A previously enacted appropriation of $10 million for the Iowa State University ISU Student Innovation Center is unchanged. A previously enacted appropriation of $12.5 million for the ISU Veterinary Diagnostic Laboratory is unchanged. A previously enacted appropriation of $1.3 million to renovate Long Hall at the Iowa School for the Deaf is unchanged. And a previously enacted appropriation of $1 million for the University of Northern Iowa Industrial Technology Center is unchanged. 
Other requests. The board is requesting $28.3 million for tuition replacement. The board is requesting $20 million to address deferred maintenance and safety improvements. The board is requesting $1.2 million to replace a transmission antenna, transmission lines, and transmission links for Iowa Public Radio. New building projects. The board is requesting $3.4 million in fiscal year 2021, $26.8 million in fiscal year 2022, $24.7 million in fiscal year 2023, $14.3 million in fiscal year 2024, and $19.6 million in fiscal year 2025 for the renovation of the Pentacrest at the University of Iowa. The total request is for $88.7 million. The board is requesting $10 million in fiscal year 2021, $10 million in fiscal year 2022, and $10 million in fiscal year 2023 to remodel LeBaron Hall and a portion of McKay Hall at ISU. And the board is requesting $4.8 million to replace the HVAC and electrical components of the girls' dormitory at the Iowa School for the Deaf. Department of Transportation, DOT. The DOT is requesting $2.5 million for recreational trail grants. The DOT is requesting $1.5 million for public transit infrastructure grants. The DOT is requesting $2 million for the Railroad Revolving Loan and Grant Fund. The DOT is requesting $1.9 million for commercial aviation infrastructure grants. And the DOT is requesting $1 million for general aviation grants. Iowa Veterans Home, IVH. The department is requesting $8.1 million for renovations to provide a location for the IVH pharmacy. Technology Reinvestment Fund requests fiscal year 2021. This section reviews all TRF requests that are $500,000 or more. Department of Corrections, DOC. The DOC has requested $1.6 million for building automation systems at several DOC facilities. Department of Education. The department is requesting $2.7 million to fund the cost of leases for the Iowa Communications Network. And the department is requesting $600,000 to fund the licensing costs for the statewide education data warehouse. Department of Human Rights. The department is requesting $1.4 million for the criminal justice information system. Department of Human Services, DHS. The DHS is requesting $2 million for medical technology. This request is a previously enacted appropriation. This appropriation is one year in an eight-year series of currently enacted appropriations that total $10.8 million. Iowa Law Enforcement Academy. The ILEA is requesting $800,000 for training technology in ILEA classrooms. Iowa Public Television, IPTV. IPTV is requesting $1.5 million to replace existing equipment. Department of Public Safety, DPS. The DPS is requesting $2 million to replace a number of items. These include a computer room, HVAC, a criminal record system, computer equipment, a database, and other items. Secretary of State. The Secretary of State is requesting $1.4 million in fiscal year 2021 to update the voter registration system. This request is a previously enacted appropriation. Additional notes. Pursuant to Iowa Code Section 8.35a, the Department of Management has until November 15th to finalize and adjust any final budget records or department requests. Additional information may be found on the Legislative Services Agency webpage. Appropriation Tracking, Department Pages, Budget Unit Briefs. 
The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Adam Broich, Legislative Analyst 3 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-8223, and Rodrigo Acevedo, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6764. To see the tables and chart that accompanies this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab. Then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Department Requests, Transportation, Infrastructure, and Capitals. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 25, 2019. Fiscal Year 2021 Department Request, Justice System Appropriations Subcommittee. Fiscal Year 2021 Department Requests. Departments are requesting a total of $586.9 million from the general fund an increase of $2.1 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2020 as presented in the table that accompanies this fiscal update. Other funds requested total $16.7 million, a decrease of $1.3 million compared to estimated fiscal year 2020. Pursuant to Iowa Code Section 8.35a, the Department of Management has until November 15th to adjust any final budget records or department requests. Under Iowa Code Section 602.1301, the Judicial Branch has until December 1st to submit its budget request to the General Assembly. This document will be updated to include the Judicial Branch request and any other changes received after publication. Department of Justice, the Attorney General is requesting increases from the General Fund totaling $2 million, including $1 million for the Office of the Attorney General. For estimated fiscal year 2020, the office was appropriated not more than $1.5 million from the Consumer Education and Litigation Fund. The request would allow the department to use only $500,000 from the fund for non-consumer uses, $700,000 for the Legal Services Poverty Grants. The Attorney General's office administers the grants to Iowa Legal Aid to provide civil legal services to indigent Iowans. The additional funding is requested to cover Iowa legal aids reductions in federal and other sources of funding and $300,000 for farm mediation services. The Attorney General's office is required to contract with a nonprofit organization to provide farm mediation services. For estimated fiscal year 2020, the department received an appropriation of $300,000 from the Consumer Education and Litigation Fund for these services. Iowa Law Enforcement Academy. The Iowa Law Enforcement Academy, ILEA, is requesting increases from the general fund totaling $1.6 million, including $62,000 to cover salary and benefit expenses related to the hiring of one additional law enforcement instructor position who will assist in active shooter training provided to basic academy training classes and specialty schools and will work in conjunction with the Department of Public Safety to educate school districts and accredited non-public schools in developing emergency operations plans for school buildings. $93,000 to cover salary benefit expenses related to the hiring of two additional Administrative Assistant 1 positions to support ILEA programs, and $1,300 to assist in bringing accounting and finance functions 
into internal operations at the ILEA. Currently, accounting for the ILEA is performed by the Department of Public Defense, DPD. The amount requested reflects the amount necessary to supplement a move of a full-time position from the DPD to internal ILEA operations. Department of Public Defense, the DPD is requesting an increase of $500,000 from the general fund in order to be able to meet current operating expenses including increased utility, personnel, workers' compensation insurance, and interagency charge costs as well as to complete previously deferred maintenance projects. The Department of Public Safety, DPS, is requesting increases from the general fund totaling $509,000, including $48,000 to cover salary and benefit expenses relating to the hiring of one additional clerk specialist to serve in the Program Services Bureau's Private Investigation slash Private Security slash Bail Enforcement PIPSBE licensing program. The clerk specialist is necessary to accommodate the increasing number of licensing applications being processed by the Bureau. $92,000 to cover salary and benefit expenses relating to the hiring of a Cloud Architect Information Technology Specialist 5 position in the Technology Services Bureau. The Cloud Architect's primary duties are to establish a cloud computing strategy for the DPS. $57,000 to add one additional evidence technician to the evidence room of the Division of Criminal Investigation, DCI Crime Lab, to assist in meeting the increased demand for evidence analysis services, clearing case backlog, and reducing case assignment turnaround times. $156,000 to add two additional criminalists to the drug identification section of the DCI's crime lab to assist in meeting the increased demand for drug identification analysis, clearing case backlog, and reducing case assignment turnaround times, $78,000 to add one additional staff to the toxicology section of the DCI's crime lab to assist in meeting the increased demand for toxicology testing services, clearing case backlog, and reducing case assignment turnaround times, $78,000 to add one additional criminalist position to the impression evidence section of the DCI's crime lab to assist in meeting the increased demand for latent print and fingerprint related examination services, clearing case backlog and reducing case assignment turnaround times, and $50,000 to be utilized as undercover funds to allow the Division of Narcotics Enforcement, DNE, agents to assist with the reduction of drug trafficking, child neglect and abuse, and serious property and violent crimes that are directly associated with drug use, abuse, and distribution. The DPS also requested a funding decrease totaling $50,000 for the Volunteer Fire Training and Equipment Fund. This was one-time funding provided in Senate File 638, Fiscal Year 2020 Standing Appropriations Act, that appropriated $50,000 from the general fund to the DPS to be used for costs associated with training and equipment needs of volunteer firefighters. Department of Justice, the Attorney General is requesting decreases totaling $1.3 million in other funds appropriations from the Consumer Education and Litigation Fund for non-consumer purposes. For estimated fiscal year 2020, the Attorney General was appropriated not more than $1.5 million from the Consumer Education and Litigation Fund to be used for salaries, support, maintenance, and miscellaneous purposes for criminal prosecutions, criminal appeals, and tort defense. The Attorney General is requesting 
$1 million of this funding be appropriated from the general fund for fiscal year 2021. In addition, the Attorney General was appropriated $300,000 from the Consumer Education and Litigation Fund for Farm Mediation Services for estimated fiscal year 2020. This appropriation is included in the fiscal year 2021 general fund request for the department. No other departments in the Justice System Appropriations Subcommittee requested any additional funding or made any changes compared to estimated fiscal year 2020. Additional information can be found on the LSA website, Appropriation Tracking, Department Web Pages, Budget Unit Briefs, Fiscal Update Fiscal Year 2019, Reallocation of Appropriations, Department of Corrections, Fiscal Update Fiscal Year 2020, Reallocation of Appropriations, Department of Corrections, and Fiscal Update Fiscal Year 2020, Reallocation of Appropriations, Department of Public Safety. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Laura Book, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-205-9275 and Christine Meckler, Legislative Analyst 2 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-250-0458. To see the tables and chart that accompanies this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab. Then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Fiscal Year 2021 Department Request Justice System Appropriations Subcommittee. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 29, 2019. Benefits Advisory Committee, October 2019. The Benefits Advisory Committee, BAC, met on Monday, October 28, 2019. The following items were discussed. Fiscal Year 2021 Contribution Rates. The contribution rates and funded ratios for the three IPERS groups were presented to the BAC as follows. Regular Membership. Contribution rate will be 15.73% no change from the prior year. The employer share will be 9.44% and the employee share will be 6.29%. The 2019 funded ratio is 82.68%. Sheriffs and deputies contribution rate will be 18.52%, a decrease of 0.50% from the prior year. The employer share will be 9.26% and the employee share will be 9.26%. The 2019 funded ratio is 99.04%. Protection occupation. Contribution rate will be 16.02%, a decrease of 0.50% from the prior year. The employer share will be 9.61% and the employee share will be 6.41%. The 2019 funded ratio is 99.65%. The full actuarial report will be presented at the December meeting of the IPERS Investment Board, subject to approval by the Board. Actuarial Audit Request for Proposals, RFP, and IPERS CEO Search Committee. Members of the BAC volunteered to serve alongside members from the Investment Board on these two committees. Administrative Rules. 
IPERS is in the process of performing a five-year review of administrative rules, chapters 11 through 15. Changes to these rules will be filed in December and most likely adopted by the end of April. Guidelines for Consideration of Pension Plan Mergers The BAC approved guidelines presented by IPERS staff regarding established guidelines to follow for future pension plan merger proposals. The guidelines were approved unanimously. The next meeting of the Benefits Advisory Committee is a joint meeting with the IPERS Investment Board on Friday, December 6, 2019. The next regular meeting of the Benefits Advisory Committee is Monday, January 27, 2020. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Jennifer Acton, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-7846. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 30, 2019, Department Requests, Administration and Regulation Appropriations Subcommittee. Fiscal Year 2021 General Fund Department Requests. Departments are requesting a total of $55.4 million from the general fund for fiscal year 2020, an increase of $224,000 compared to estimated fiscal year 2020 as presented in the table that accompanies this fiscal update. Pursuant to Iowa Code Section 8.35a, the Department of Management has until November 15, 2019 to adjust any final budget records or department requests. This document will be updated with any changes received after publication. Department of Administrative Services. The department is requesting a net decrease totaling approximately $2,300, including an increase of approximately $48,000 for Terrace Hill operations due to a funding shortfall for groundskeeping and maintenance operations at Terrace Hill, a decrease of $50,000 for the Real Property Listing Program, which was a one-time appropriation for fiscal year 2020 not being requested for fiscal year 2021. Auditor of State. The Auditor of State is requesting an increase of $25,000 for a one-time appropriation to upgrade building security on the Capitol Complex for the Lucas Building. Department of Inspections and Appeals. The Department of Inspections and Appeals is requesting an appropriation increase of $291,000 for the Health Facilities Division for contract surveyors in the department's three long-term care bureaus. These contract surveyors would assist in surveying the 441 nursing facilities throughout the state. Public Information Board. The Public Information Board is requesting an appropriation increase of approximately $9,400. This increase is to offset increases in overhead expenses that cannot otherwise be absorbed into the board's annual budget. Additional full-time equivalent FTE position requests. The following departments are also requesting these specified changes in the authorized maximum number of FTE positions and will use existing funds to accommodate the requests. Insurance Division, a total increase of 0.75 FTE position, including 0.25 additional FTE position for the Commerce Revolving Fund and 0.5 additional FTE position for the 
Education Fund. This would increase the insurance division's total authorized number of FTE positions from 122.5 to 123.25. Office of the Chief Information Officer, an increase of 34 FTE positions, increasing the total authorized FTE positions from 112 to 146. Office of the Secretary of State, an increase of 0.5 FTE position for the address confidentiality program, increasing the total authorized FTE positions for the address confidentiality program from 1.5 to 2, and the total authorized FTE positions for the office from 33 to 33.5. Office of the Treasurer of State, an increase of 2.8 FTE positions, increasing the total authorized FTE positions from 26 to 28.8. The LSA staff contacts for this fiscal update are Chris Eubin, Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-725-0134 and Angel Banks Adams, Legislative Analyst 1 with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6301. To see the table that accompanies this article, go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.l legis.iowa.gov. Click on the Publications tab. Then click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area to the left. Next, under the heading Fiscal Publications, click on Fiscal Update and go to the PDF titled Department Requests, Administration, and Regulation Appropriations Subcommittee. Fiscal Update, Fiscal Services Division, October 31, 2019. Federal Industrial Hemp Rule Approved. Interim Industrial Hemp Rule The United States Department of Agriculture, USDA, published the interim rules for the Federal Domestic Hemp Production Program on October 31, 2019. This program provides the regulations for industrial hemp production in the United States. The Federal 2018 Farm Bill removed industrial hemp from the list of controlled substances and allowed states to regulate industrial hemp production. The interim rules provide regulation for the production of industrial hemp as outlined in the 2018 Farm Bill, specify that industrial hemp production plans for states and Indian tribes will be approved by the USDA, and provide rules for testing industrial hemp, disposal of plants not meeting the requirements, and licensing and other information. Comments will be received until December 30, 2019. Iowa Law. In 2019, the General Assembly passed and the Governor signed into law Senate File 599, which created the Iowa Hemp Act. This act authorizes the production and marketing of industrial hemp in Iowa to be administered by the Department of Agriculture and Land Stewardship, DALS. The legislation specifies the DALS will develop and submit a state plan for industrial hemp production in Iowa and submit it to the USDA for approval. Industrial hemp information, industrial hemp and marijuana are different varieties of the cannabis sativa L plant. The differences between the two varieties of plant are their levels of tetrahydrocannabidiol THC and their usage. Industrial hemp has THC levels of 0.1% to 0.4% of the total plant weight, while marijuana has THC levels of 4% to 7%. Industrial hemp is grown for commercial use, and the stalks and seeds are used for textiles, 
food, paper, building materials, and other products. Marijuana is grown for medicinal and recreational uses. Other information. The USDA website has the interim rules and provides information on how to submit comments. The LSA staff contact for this fiscal update is Deb Kozell, Senior Legislative Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency at 515-281-6767.